0: Get your mouth to you.
1: What kind of cream are you getting your coffee? Itself?
0: It it's not it's not crispy and banana banana.
1: Well, not, the right. in? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, she just kind of turned the Salty Sister radio show, fully flavored with his word to strengthen, encourage, and motivate you to be and live the purpose he created you to be. Now your host, author, Bible study teacher, and my sweet, salty sister in Christ, Ms. Rochelle Burchett.
0: Well, happy Sunday, and welcome to the Salty Sister Radio Show. What a privilege it is, right, to be yes, here in yes, the studio yes. tonight. And we're looking forward to finishing this fourth Beatitude, uh, the last two parts about cultivating a uh, the spirit of righteousness and cultivating that that very wonderful appetite that we need to. Before we get started, let's give a word out to our sponsors. Before men, that they may see your good works and can you. Let us know, hey, family ladies, family. hey, Susie, how are how is the sound? Let us know how the sound is. The mission is. of the Light Ministries is to simply shine our power throughout our region. <laughs> a a project for our community, providing supplies for ones in need, praying for a family in times of trouble, or just coming alongside mm-hmm. others to let them know that someone cares. We're so thankful and blessed to be able to sponsor our salty sister and their show. Thank you, Randy and Janelle. We appreciate you, as we always tell you that we do for this privileged time that we have here. So we're so excited because on November the 1st, and I accidentally posted it wrong on Facebook the first time, but it was uh, captive to me. Um, and so what we're going to do is it is actually November the 1st at 6.30 p.m. on, on Tuesday, Tuesday night. We are going to be um, having showing the... War war, the war room That's <laughs> of the, war of God. the war room and if you've not seen that movie oh my goodness and I, we just thought it would be a great time for us to come together The mission is only five bucks to the movie and we're gonna have some other cool things there that you can purchase too but we just want women to have to come out and have a sister's night out get a popcorn pop water whatever laugh and, and cry. Just, just have a yes, good time laugh and cry and then you know it's there's something about the sip cinema like, yeah. it's just like, I went there and watched my first movie as a kid, Jungle Book. Like, I watched
1: E.T. there. Okay, we'll see. Aww, there's just something about, even, even though
0: it is, it's historical, it has roots here. It does. And about bringing all of us ladies together for a night out just to enjoy this powerful movie. And I don't know if you know the story about the movie, but the little lady had been an actress her, her whole life in California. And a lot of the movies that they had asked her to do roles in were going to... Caused her to have to, you know, exploit herself in ways that she was not wanting to. So anyway, she moved with her husband to this small town. And I think it was one of the Carolinas. I'm not sure about the town. And she had just given up on her acting career. And then in church one Sunday, the pastor had announced that they are looking for people to play this role in a movie. And so she shows up, according to Priscilla Shire, she shows up, this lady does, dressed in costume, just like that. And they knew when she walked through the door. That she was the lady was for this, the one. so she talked about how God, even though she really wanted to do that, and she was gifted, but that was not. She honored God with mm-hmm. her with her body and with her abilities, right. and then she moved in a little town that she thought she'd not get to do anything. Yeah. And then she wrote. She was a part of the most
1: amazing movie, and I just love her mean, fire. That is true. Yeah. I think I had heard a little bit about that at one point in time, but I'd forgotten all that. So powerful to think about. She was faithful. And and God
0: transplanted her to a place Mm -hmm. that she was going to be able to do. His work, And so I'm just so excited. So I hope each of you can take an opportunity to uh, purchase a ticket. They'll be going on sale. I talked to um, Jeremiah. He's going to be doing a pre-sale ticket on the Sip Cinema site. And we'll be able to post that as well. So we do hope that you get your tickets. Grab a girlfriend and let's have a
1: girls night out. It's going to be fun. I think so too. I think so too. Anytime there's movie and popcorn, even though it makes me sick as a dog, I'm gonna <laughs> eat it anyways. I mean, it's like I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Can't if if it. there's just something, movie popcorn. Yes.
0: Yes. Did you ever used to have the yard, like the big yes, yes. over
1: all the drinks up together? Did you yeah. do that? I did. I did. Yeah. And I'm one of those that when I eat popcorn, I love salt and sweet stuff. So yeah. I'll take my aluminum and, yum yum, 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 pour yum, and, and I pour yeah. them, I pour them in my popcorns so every yeah, now me me and too. then. I get some popcorn and some <laughs> yum, and <that> <laughs> it's a good. treat. That's good.
0: So I look forward to that. And I hope each of you, if you're gonna come on, you're listening to us on Facebook or YouTube tonight, just let us know you're gonna be there. We're looking forward to again being together. What a blessing to share time after the retreat together. Yes. Yeah, this will be much less stressful. Oh, I think so. We would have show up and watch a movie and be enjoyed. <laughs> okay, so as we're as we're moving through, we have talked about, let's go back to these four here, really at the beginning, cultivating this appetite. we talked about you know, what a spiritual diet would look like and how that we need to cultivate that hunger for God's word and righteousness. And the first one was to gain momentum from the first three Beatitudes. And I think you were sharing last week about how progressive they were. And we have to realize our poverty before God. Yes. That we really are.
1: We're nothing but yes. Him. And, and, nothing. and
0: it, we have to show up empty to be filled. That's right. And that's what we need to remember because we're looking to be filled. Yeah. Um, And then seeing your own sins. And, you know, um, I'm able to be able to watch this a lot that people and and submitting yourself to the will of God, um, you know, at church there, there's some young men there that I can see every Sunday that are so thankful Mm -hmm. for salvation that you can just see that the thankfulness and the gratitude inside them. It warms my heart to see that it's so important to them that you can just see that how thankful the it's just incredible—a vision to see. I, I just—I'm so overwhelmed when I see the love that they have, and, and then
1: I just. Um, I'll tell you a quick story right here, just because you said that, and it made me think about it. My uncle—he loves the Lord. He is—he's going to be the loudest praiser in the building. I don't care what kind of church he's in—it's United Baptist, it's Free Will Baptist—he will be the loudest praiser there. And a lot of times, that bothers people, and it gets on people's nerves. And we happened to be in service together one day and someone just made a little comment and I looked over and I said, you don't know where he's come from. You have no idea where he's been. Sometimes I think our greatest praise comes from our darkest, deepest places and and the ones that are the loudest and the they have so much to be thankful for. Yeah. And it's the sound of freedom. That's I what, love I, it. That's I, what ju- I said. I just, I just love that's it. the sound of freedom. When it you is. see people like that set free, delivered, it, it just changes everything. And he's that type of person. And when I see those people, I'm just like you're talking about the men and the women that are set free, that's been bound for so long. It is such a such a blessing. It it's the sound of freedom. It's it, the side it, of freedom. It, there you go. It's the side <laughs> of freedom.
0: And I think about, you know, no matter where you are, whether you're at church, or the we're sunsets free. They are free. free indeed. indeed. I think about what we, what we get so callous from not recognizing what we have really been saved yeah. from and the power and all of that, that, Sometimes we need to break out and praise at our home, in our we car, do. or wherever we may be. Yeah. If we could ever get a glimpse of what we were saved from. Exactly. We would definitely have that spirit of praise on us all the time. Never forget where we've come from. And then, of course, we talk about the submitting to God, being able to, uh, I, give up contr- I give up control. Yeah. You know, being able to give up the control to all things, even though we don't see it, we don't understand it. It's not the way I want it to be, God.
1: but. Let's just give up that control. It's him. giving up that control and actually trusting him, just trusting that, you know what? He's got this. He knows the way it should go. And
0: you know, when you think about the God who sits on high, the, you know, the God on the throne, Jesus at the right hand, knowing that, that the view from there, from the top, yes, that he can see everything mm-hmm. that is just so in, intricately placed mm-hmm. and coordinated and, and sewn together for a purpose. Mm-hmm that why, you know, and I say this all the time, I wrote it down to say again, is that we um, trust him with our salvation, but why not these silly situations? I'm not calling them silly because i are really real to each of us at this moment. But when you think about what you have been saved from in comparison to what you would rather deal with, we really have got to trust him.
1: I think if we can just sometimes just take a look at where he has brought us from, all the things that he has brought us through and delivered us out of, how could we not trust and know that he's going to do it again? again. He's going to do it it again again. because he's that kind of God. He is.
0: You're so right. So as we're moving forward now. We're on the fourth one. There's only one more. We're going to get through these two tonight. Yes, we are. are. So the fourth one says, using we didn't your, talk about oh, fasting the, either oh yes we did not talk we yes but recap okay let's, that let's recap that so that was the first one gain no momentum from the first three beatitudes the second one practice fasting from legitimate pleasures that was we talked about from whether it's a Netflix show or whether whatever it may be social media takes whatever it could be right. to think about even legitimate things mm-hmm. that aren't harmful so to speak giving that time to god right and then we talked about Number three was make yourself vulnerable to the needs of others. And there is such blessing in serving other people when you are in a bad place. Oh,
1: absolutely. It takes
0: your mind off you. Put your mind on
1: the other person in need. And that's so important. Mm In Matthew 20 and 28, just as the son of man, he did not come to be served, but to serve, and that's the mindset we have to have. You know, we're always, everyone's always, well, what, what will this do to benefit me? That's the wrong attitude. That's the wrong yeah. attitude we got to have. And he's teaching these disciples, you are to serve them. Yes, we're not waiting for somebody to come along and serve us. we' That's right. We've serve. got to be the one to serve. If there's a need, we see it, and we can meet that need we are to do that. Yes. The that is what is, he's commanding is, us.
0: The blessing we will receive, the, the blessing that you receive in your heart and soul. And oh. you just, especially if you can help someone that can never repay you exactly. for what you're doing for them. That's right. Yes. There's such humility in that too. So now this one is use blessings and troubles as incentives to feed on Christ. And one of the questions it says, what's recently happened in your life that can propel you to seek righteousness? What situation has happened in your life? And, of course, it takes us, and I'm so excited that the comparison was together here in the book of Job. Yes. And that's what I've been reading lately. But it says this, it says that Job said in Psalm, well, I'm sorry, let me read this. In Psalm, first of all, Psalm seventy three twenty six. it says this, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. If we could remember that verse, write it down, Psalm seventy three twenty six to remind ourselves, my flesh and my heart will fail but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. But he talks about, the the author uses Job as this illustration. And he says that, it says, whatever happens, use it to strengthen a godly appetite for righteousness. Notice Job's response to calamity after hearing that his children had been killed. Now, I can't even imagine no. what he must have experienced because he was just there yeah. praying for his children. And it says this in Job 1, 20 through 21, Job arose, he tore his robe and shaved his head. And he fell on the ground and worshiped. And he said, naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. You know, and it's, it's one of the things I, I was talking about at the retreat. It's about, you know, no matter how it turns out, Lord, I want to praise you. That's right. And even that's, if That's, even that's if. easy to say. Yeah. But the fact of it is, if we don't praise him, we are giving the enemy a victory. Oh, we and I, yes, we always. We, I want to pray, Lord, whether He lives or dies, yeah. I'm going to praise Your name right. because that's what it's about. It's about learning to give You praise, just like Job did, and He recognized that. And you look at His perspective uh, on God, yeah. realizing God's power and God's ability, and that it didn't matter. He recognized that naked he came here, yeah, and naked we leave. That's right. right. And when we can realize the perspective of mm-hmm. what this world is. And all that we toil and, and wear ourselves out to do mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And I just think about Job. And then one of the things that that I want to think about this because it says, use blessings and troubles as as incentives to feed on Christ. What about when other people are going through situations such as Job? And what kind of friends are we? Yeah. And The actual title of, um, in Job chapter 16, it says this, the title of this chapter says, Job says his friends are sorry comforters. (laughs) And I think about this godly man that God knew, and there was, you know, there was a hedge about Job, but then as all his friends came, he said this, I have heard many such things. Sorry comforters are you all. Yeah. And he goes on to talk about, I would have encouraged you. Mm -hmm. I would have lifted you up. Right. But it's like, why is it that when things fall apart in lives that – People want to be so critical, right. judgmental, so self-righteous. and tell us yeah. how to, we should have done, yeah. you should have been, you should have done. If you, you hadn't done this, this wouldn't have happened.
1: Yes. If you this, had just this, listened this. to me. Right. Right.
0: right. And, and Joe was like, you know, he said, is there no limit to windy words? Yeah. And he realized that he had not done anything wrong. Yeah. He's talking about this. And he's like, he wanted his moment with God. He wanted his moment to be vindicated, mm-hmm. acquitted, uh, and, and his friends wanted just to keep, tearing him down. I want to think about what kind of friends are you? What kind of friends are we when you have a sister in need, a sister that's struggling, although you may not agree with the situation or
1: what has happened, that soul's just being torn apart. I think that's the time when we have to really show up, come along, and we have to give them, we have to speak that life into them. We have to give them hope. We have to give them hope. We've got to set our face like a flint and know and it says, I think it's in um, maybe Acts, I'm not sure, but it talks about how we've got to pitch our tent yeah. in the land of hope. Yes. And, you know, instead of being the one that says, I told you this was going to happen, I told you not to do this, instead of being that self-righteous critical person, why don't we just come alongside them, pick them up, and let's, strengthen let's them, start, speak yeah, life into them and right. encourage them, because that's exactly what he does for us. Yes, he does, and you know you're right because when
0: you think about when you come along, the the person that that has fallen, that is that is in in, in a terrible situation or, or shape, they know they're
1: there. Exactly, you they know what they've done. They have don't have need them. you to tell them or reiterate what they've done. They know. I knew. I knew what a sinner I was. I knew the things I'd done. I didn't need someone to tell me. And just recap it all for me. I already knew that. I was already recapping it for myself. (laughs) Right. You know, I don't need someone else to kick me while I'm down. Exactly. I need someone that will come alongside me and will pick me up, that will strengthen me and Push me forward. Yeah, That's that what tent, I need. That's face right. some hope. We've got some of right. those things. And so as we're talking about this,
0: use the blessings and the troubles. And the troubles is what I want to circle tonight as incentives to be. What is it that you're going through tonight? What is it that you're dealing with? And how can you use that as a specific thing to draw closer to God? How can you I always think, I love the way that it, I think it's the NLT uh, version says, James, it says, count it an opportunity mm-hmm. when you go through these trials. Right. It's an opportunity to see the greatness of God. It's right. an opportunity to see how weak we are, but how strong he is. It's an opportunity for him to show up. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity for our strength to be gained, our faith to grow. It's an opportunity. Yeah. And sometimes what happens is if we can get, and this is easy said, I know. Wait till so I'm in my next, my next mess, right? <laughs> that when, when we can take our eyes off ourselves and really start focusing on what God is going to do through this. Right. Start looking, say, God, oh, what do you want to teach me? What yeah. do you want to show me? What can I learn? What can I glean from this circumstance? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How can I use it to encourage others? And I like to think about—was you ever in the Girl Scouts? I was. I was. Brownies, I was a Girl brownie. Scouts. Yeah, brownie. Yeah, I was a brownie. So get those little things yes I kept missing that's all true. yeah I kept missing all the things and then I didn't have as many patches as everybody else had you know but I was proud of the patches I did have right. but I think about everything that we've gone through yeah. good bad and ugly it's a badge of honor yeah. to be able to serve the Lord because now I can say I had that experience yes. I've been there I had yeah. this badge and let me help you through let me let me tell you how I got through right. not that that's how you'll get through but let me encourage you because I am where I am
1: today Well. We all have a story for God's glory, like that's, you say. That's right, I mean, we do. And it's all about the journey. And I think we get so wrapped up in all the things that we fail to see the journey. We fail to see the times that he has carried, and I'm really talking to myself, the times that he has carried us when we could not yeah. carry ourselves. We have to know that when we are weak, we're really strong. We are, and that's We're because really of Him. Strong because of Him, it's all. And like I said, every every broken road, there's a song, "Rascal Flatts," yeah. I guess. <laughs> every broken road leads me but to Him. Yes, that's right. And that's so so true. And that's what we gotta focus on. I mean, in Romans eight and twenty eight, one of my favorite favorite scriptures. He works all. Things together yes. for those that love him and serve him. Yeah. He's working the good, he's working the bad. We just have to know and trust and believe in that, that he's a good God. And if he is who he says he is, then he's gonna do what he says he will do. He will not lie. He is a man that cannot lie. I just want to. That's it. And we have to know that God is working for us. Even when the bad things come you know, I try to tell myself, I don't know how he's going to do it. I have no idea. It's so bad. I'm at the bottom and it looks really bad. I don't know how you're going to do it, God, but I know you're going to do it. That's right. You're going to do it exceedingly abundantly as far as well. more than I can think or imagine. And we got to keep speaking. That. That's why we've got to have the word in us so we can continue to speak that to our mind. Yes. And, and, and,
0: Speak it to the sisters. That's it. And you know, it is hard to hear the I don't want to hear those scriptures right now because I feel like I'm falling apart. Yeah. But it's true. We've got to cling to the word. He says this. He says, We we are to use the different circumstances of our lives as incentives to, I love this word, motivate, to motivate a more vigorous pursuit of righteousness. The best and the worst things that happen in your life can both be used to stimulate your hunger and thirst for God. A lot of times when people are distressed or in the lowest moment, some can run to God, yeah. but some are so distressed that they don't even know how to run.
1: Yeah, And that's where you have to run in and just scoop them up. Yeah. And, and say, they want to run on. away. They right. want to run that's true. away they from God. The opposite. The opposite. Instead of that's running good. to God, we always want to run away from God. And I mean, I don't understand that. I've done it myself at times. You know, I don't want to pray. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that because we get so distressed yes. and we allow the enemy to to go I mean he just It's almost like a numbness. He pours a cup of
0: numbness over you. Yeah. And you feel like you just can't like I don't even it's like the the dreams that you have where your feet are stuck and you're just you're, you're just trying you're, so you're so trying hard. so hard. Even in your mind that even know, even if you have a smile on your face and people can't see what's going on in your brain mm-hmm. and the thoughts that's going through your head, right. there's such a battle. Such a battle It's a wonder I can even walk and talk sometimes with what's going on oh, in my head. Yeah. And it does feel so debilitating. And you know, some times.
1: people, I mean, we just, that's what we've got to be. We've got to be that sister that's going to come alongside them, just like the Lord comes alongside us yes. and picks us up and carries us when we can't carry ourselves.
0: You know, I do this little exercise when I do trainings with a, with a balloon and Play-Doh. And one of the things that I have people do is to try to fit this balloon in this Play-Doh into a balloon. And people struggle and, and they try and they try really hard. But my, the, the greatest, the, the neatest thing for me is when I'm doing this training is I'm watching everybody. Yeah. And most people, different people find different ways to do it, but nobody does it the same way. But the one thing that I've noticed over and over again, nobody asks for help. That's the one thing that's in common. Now, some people will just walk over and help somebody because they see the dire straits. Some people say, do you need help? Mm -hmm. And that person's so determined to do it on their own. But I think about it's about why. All the things that we're dealing with. And as sisters, we've got to be able to raise my hand and say, I need help. I need you to pray for me. I feel like i am falling apart. It's okay to lean into that Mm -hmm. and to lean into your sister and to just let, for once, I always think about this picture about, you know, you rest. Let me stand for you. Let me stand on guard for you. Let me get the sword out. Let me have my armor, right. and you just rest. Yeah. Let me stand for you. And I think as sisters, sometimes we've got to learn to really uh, do that for people. Let people rest. I know that a couple of different occasions I've had people call me and say, "I want you to sleep tonight, and I'm going to pray for. You. I'm going. I'm going to stay on watch tonight, and I want you to rest." And you know, I literally could rest because I trusted the person who said. Let me take tonight off mm-hmm. for you. I know that person because yeah. I've got
1: that same text. <laughs> so too. And she's a mighty warrior.
0: And you know when you when you get that and when that happens and you're able to let to, to really rest and the, the thoughts of a love for someone yeah. to do that for you, right? As precious as sleep is yeah. to stand on guard for you, so yeah. you can rest. So you can rest. And then I've had the privilege of being able to do that for one or two people Mm -hmm. and taking it on so seriously to know that I'm letting my sister rest because I'm going to stand guard for you. That is who we are. That's who we're made to be, to be knitted together in the love of God and to be able to pursue to get through this together. He never meant us to do this alone. Never, ever, no. Um, And then again, let's see. um, When blessings come, you learn to say God is good, and I want to know more of him. But when trouble or persecution comes, you can learn to say My flesh and my heart, this is what David says again, I'm repeating the scripture, may fail, but God is the strength, as you were talking about earlier, of my heart and my portion forever. Whatever happens, use it to strengthen a godly appetite. When things fall apart or the unexpected happens, get in the word. When things are are wonderful and joyous, get in the word. Mm -hmm. Because the enemy likes to say, well, everything's going well, just don't read today. Or you're so busy, or this happened, and you can't just don't read today. And I will tell you, when I had that migraine for two days, I didn't get to read. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it. It just I'm discombobulated. And that is a word. I do know that instead sort of garbled, <laughs> garbled. But, but thinking about garbled
1: word, I'll check it out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can go up to Google that. But thinking about how easy, just two days of not being in it like I'm supposed to. Right. Can become, there's that, well, that slow fade Mm -hmm. when you're fading away. We have got to be on guard. There so that no matter what, we have to make legitimate time for him.
1: I mean, if we're waiting for the perfect moment, it's never going to happen. You know, we're either going to be too tired, too busy, or we're going to be so filled up. Oh, we don't need it. It's the discipline. It's the sheer discipline of doing it every single day. And we have five minutes left. Five (laughs) minutes. Oh my gosh, we gotta finish I know, this. Know we
0: gotta finish this because we're gonna start on a new beatitude next week. I promise. Okay, number five. Let's do this okay. last one. Take your notes, ladies. Listen to this: uh, trust, especially for your sanctification. And it says, but think about this Christ came to save people from their sins, Matthew 1 21. His work was not limited to dealing with the guilt of your sins or even to the consequences of your sins. He came to deliver you from all that holds you back and from the pursuit of righteous and godly, a godly life. Jesus didn't, come. he came to do it all. That's it. And I think when he said it is finished, it just began. Yeah. I mean, his words, its finish was just the beginning for us. Exactly. And on the pursuit of this, do not ever stop feeling the guilt in your brain. Tell the enemy that you have been saved. Your sins have been forgiven. You are seeking rush. You are seeking God. And if he has, a, if the enemy has, tell him to talk to the
1: Father. That's it. That's it.
0: Because. You have been set free. Everything that has that has, has you bound in your mind. Mm-hmm. And it does feel, I know it feels like that you're never going to get through. Nothing's going to change. You feel like it's never going to get better. Like, I, I don't know how I'm going to do I can't even face tomorrow. Right. But there is the sun shines every morning. The Lord calls it to rise. And as he causes that to rise, he's going to prepare you with that strength. Lamentations 3.22. I think it is. His mercies are new every morning. (laughs) And the scripture that says, I thought it was in lamentation. We are hard pressed, shake on every side. On every side. What is that scripture?
1: We're hard pressed, but not cast down. We are... Um, I can't it, think of in, the It's in
0: Lamentations. Leah's is it, on the, is it, is it, is it in Lamentations? Because that is the scripture I would love to close this with. Yeah. Here. So, it's to make you find a Leah. Okay. Uh, but those are the things that I want you I want you ladies tonight, your sisters, to be encouraged, stay in the fight. Yes. Uh, the victory's already been won See that's, that's what's right. the, the beautiful part he, of it is the battle's done. And we gotta
1: focus it's on his work. You know he oh, says, yeah. I came that you may have life and that you may have it more abundantly. You know, and that's what we've got to focus on. Uh, the abundant I wrote, life. Go ahead. Yeah. Read. I wrote this down. I said, The promises of God, when put all together, are the recipe for an extraordinary life. It is. And that's what we've got to focus on His promises. And
0: the extraordinary life will include troubles and trials and, and that tribulation. It, that's it. Here's, Count it all joy. Exactly. There's an opportunity. So listen to me here. This is 2 Corinthians 4 8, 9. It says this We are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. Y'all need to, that's 2 Corinthians 4, 8. Take that verse, write it down, put it on your mirror, put it in your refrigerator. Remind yourself of that every single day. That scripture talks about being abandoned. You're not being, I'm sorry, you're pressed on every side. Do you ever feel that? The enemy, every single Absolutely. side, single Yes, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair. And I love that persecuted, but not abandoned. You are struck down, but you are not destroyed. And what I love about this is the grave is still empty today. The grave is still empty. He is on the throne. He's already won. We are fighting and walking through victory. If we could ever get that into our minds. That's right. Do you have a verse? I do. I love okay, this one. Okay, share this one. And, we'll, and because he
1: lives, that's what I say all the time. Because he lives, we, we can. can yep. We can face tomorrow. We can face whatever <laughs> comes. I'm going to run out of time. Romans 8, 18. I consider that our present sufferings are oh, not yeah. worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. You know what? Our sufferings, our trials, our troubles are temporary. They're going to pass. They're going to pass. They're temporary. And we have got to focus that the glory that he's going to reveal within us. Yes. It's going to be worth it all.
0: Read it one more time. It's It's going going to be worth it all. 30 seconds here.
1: Got it. Listen to this, ladies. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. So our
0: present sufferings, if you think about your present sufferings Mm -hmm. against the cross. That's it. If you think about the present sufferings where he looked ahead in time for us and set us free. If you think about what we're about to come undone with. Yeah. If you think about his glory and his honor and his, just, if you think about that, what we're going through is not in comparison
1: to what we're going to receive through him. Yeah. And we got to know that God's not mad at us. He's mad about about us. us. That's right. He's mad about us. He's not trying to, to hurt us or punish us. He is, it's just about the journey it's about the journey and embrace
0: the journey even yes. even the not so good things yeah. too so uh, I hope that you're encouraged tonight. I hope that you're really thinking about the scriptures that we share with you and as you're going through this to let the trials of your life and the good things of your life increase your appetite for righteousness and living that holy set apart life and that, the bad things and the bad yes. things
1: they're all working together it's like a recipe it's One like day, a cake
0: mix you'll be able to stand back and you'll yes. be able to see how he took all that batter the and, the bad. and made it mm-hmm. something beautiful yeah. because chocolate
1: without sugar It's bitter.
0: Yes. And he took took ashes and made it beautiful. And that's what we have to be ready for. So until next week, you all stay
1: salty.